This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went and tried to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. Hey everybody, it's Lane with the Simple Passive Cashflow Podcast. About a month ago, summer started, and I had three HVACs go out on me on the same day. In fact, it was all over the same weekend. And the weird thing was that it was in in Birmingham and Atlanta. And I thought that these guys were playing a joke on me, but then they don't. Even, my property managers don't even know who each other were. Yeah, just what dumb luck that these both HVACs went out at the same time. For those of you who don't know, HVACs come in ton sizes. For a typical house, it's usually about a two to three ton HVAC. And from what I see, the tons correlate to how many thousands of dollars it costs. So a three ton costs about $3,000, $4,000, and a two ton costs about two to $4,000. This stuff really varies. You know, that's just kind of my general rule. So what happened was that the HVACs went out. Turned out that one of them just needed a coil change. That's a bigger part of the HVAC that needs to get replaced. And it costs about 1500 bucks. The other one just needed to be fully replaced. So that one needed to be changed out. And then the last one, my property management company said that they weren't allowed to change out the coil. There was some weird thing. They mentioned that it was against the law for them to change it, and they recommended that I change out the whole entire HVAC. So I called around. That brings up how important it is to have your good network of property managers and agents in the area. And I was able to find this one guy who did HVACs, and he was able to hook me up with a pretty good price and was able to just change out that coil that needed to be replaced. At the end of the day, it was approximately $6,000 that I paid over a weekend for all these HVACs. And everybody was cool in the houses at the end of the day. And I was feeling a little bummed about spending $6,000. But then when you think about things, people lose $6,000 a day in the stock market, you know, for a typical 401k or Roth IRA account. Heck, sometimes they could lose like $60,000. And at least with me spending $6,000 on HVAC, at least I get some tangible thing back that has some equity. And now I know that that HVAC is good for another 10, 20 years. So I bring this up today because I'm going to be talking about The problem with the stock market. As you guys know, I'm not really a big proponent for the stock market. I don't believe in trading individual stocks and I don't really believe in the whole 401k with mutual funds. The market over a long period has gone up 6 to 12% every year. And yes, the buy and hold theory should work, but don't believe this. I think after 2008, I think we're going to be coming the next Japan. And I don't think you can count on those 10 to 12% gains. I think it's more of a 6 to 8% a year. And don't believe what your baby boomer parent has told you about trading stocks. Because in the last 40 years, the stock market has pretty much gone up and up every single year. And even a monkey could have made money. Before I found real estate, I used to do a little bit of stock trading outside my 401k account. The cheapest trading fee is 5 to $20. Therefore, to make any money on a good trade, like a 5% gain or greater. Now, personally, if I made $500 to buy a few shares of Apple, it's not really not breaking the bank. I mean, 10% on $500 is just 45 bucks after fees. This is hardly enough to buy a round of drinks, especially when it can just disappear in a few hours. A more standard unit to invest is more like $5,000 each time. But many people don't have that much to play with. 
What I used to do is I had this fun account where I would make trades of $5,000 increments and I would make a few trades a week. Some of the things that I learned about during this time were these technical analysis terms. You got levels of support. And if you're looking at a chart, these are the lines that supposedly have some level that the price kind of bounce off of. There's also levels of resistance. This is the opposite of levels of support. And this, these are the thresholds that the price seems to not be able to overcome. There are other kind of shapes and all kinds of uh, theories such as the head and shoulders pattern and the triple test saying that when a stock price reaches a certain level of support or resistance once, twice, and three times, it's hitting that and testing that level of resistance and support and it's going to either break it or past it. But who the heck knows? I don't know. It's just very stressful. And I was watching CNN, Fast Money, and Jim Cramer all the time. And I was just had no life. And it just really, really was a waste of time. Other cool things that you can do in stocks are these things called pair trades, where you short a sector and buy or go long a standout company. At the end of the day, you're just lowering the risk and lowering the reward. One example of this is to short all car companies and go along with Tesla, for example. Overall, it comes down to time. Going back to that $500 Apple trade and make $45 with a cool 10% gain, how much time did you spend fiddling around on the website or doing research or shooting darts at a stock chart? I always call this the PETA effect or the P-I-T-A, pain in the ass. How much PETA time are you spending trying to do this stuff? If you spent four hours total, which isn't that much, and assuming the time is worth at least $20 an hour, you actually lost money doing this activity with that $500 trade. This is one of the problems with America's utilization of its people. A lot of people are just sitting at home on their computer, not creating anything and trading fake assets. As an engineer, it's pretty disheartening because engineers create things. And yet all these financial people who are in Wall Street just pushing buttons on the computer and making buys and sells are getting a lot more money than engineers. And I think this is another reason why there's an engineering shortage in America. I mentioned Jim Cramer. He's one of those guys on TV who yells and screams about the stock market. And he recommends taking 5 to 10% of your net worth, which he calls Mad Money, and that's the name of his show, and play the stock market with some small, diverse portfolio of three to five companies. I think it's a better use of five to 30 grand if you're going to do something like this and invest in something more brick and mortar or mutual funds. Stocks are a very tricky thing. Professionals spend all their time, all their waking hours researching and have the best technology networks and mathematicians. What makes you think that you, armed with Yahoo.com, Engadget, Grandmother's Intuition, gives you an edge? When you hear a good negative story about a company, what makes you think that it's not already built into the price? The price of a stock is not how well a company is doing, and I'll call this X, It's a combination of X and what is the street's expectation of the stock? And we'll call this Y. In math, you can't solve an equation with two variables, X and Y. So what makes you think you can solve this one? I said it before, is it worth all the stress? Also, I hear it all the time. People are trying to catch a falling knife or chase a shooting star. And I would not waste any of my time with these penny stocks or Facebook IPO or initial public offering of some cool tech company that's not really creating any value. It's pretty crazy that like a company like Square, who really is not making any profits, is being traded at such a high value today.
I think we're in the midst of a tech bubble 2.0 right now. And now that all six of my listeners have now dropped off with the negativity of this podcast, who is simple passive cash flow voting for? Who cares? Well, no one. I don't really know what's going on out there, and I personally believe that the government that we're in is called corporatocracy, which is a blend of corporate America and democracy. In this government, the government and economy is influenced by large companies such as big pharma and big oil, and this is a kind of a reason why solar and other renewable energy is not a priority. Cool things and new technologies are just get blocked by big oil refining companies who lobby for pro oil policies. Why is the influenza flu vaccine purchased by the government and pushed upon the citizens? Why is it so hard to get a grass-fed beef patty that's not made from Tyson or some big food company? If you really must know who I'm going to vote for, I honestly am not going to really vote. I don't really care. All the stuff you hear in the media going back and forth. I mean, I don't really know what's true. I'm not there. It's all hearsay and what the media says. All I know is that it's important to understand what's going on in the world so that you can react accordingly. We'll get going on some other real estate-related podcasts in the future, so don't worry about that, guys. Please subscribe and go to Simple Passive Cash Flow Podcast. There might be some blog articles that you guys haven't seen. The reason is because I remove the automatic feature to not send out emails every time a new blog post or podcast is sent out. I figure you guys are busy people and you don't need me reminding you to come back to the site and learn some more. I figure you guys are like the Toyota Production System TPS, and you guys are pulling content, and you don't need me to push it upon you. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Who cares? This website offers very general information concerning real estate for investment purposes. Every investor situation is unique. Always seek the services of licensed third-party appraisers and inspectors to verify the value and condition of any property you intend to purchase. Use the services of professional title and escrow companies and licensed tax, investment, and or legal advisor before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed as in every investment there is risk. The content found here is just my opinion and things change and I reserve the right to change my mind. Above all else, do your own analysis and think for yourself because in the end, you are the only person who is going to look out for your best interests.